I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. Utah's best athletes count on flexibility, speed, strength. And the Jazz pick up their 22nd assist. So they count on University of Utah help. Brielle Soleil puts this game away. And so can you. Leading doctors, a world-class environment, award-winning innovation, care to be great. 14 unanswered by the Utes. University of Utah Health, caring for Utah's best and yours. Schedule your appointment now at uofuhealth.org slash care to be great. This is Cougar Sports Saturday. Cougar Sports Saturday. A presentation of KSL Sports. Got it for three. By Cougar fans, for Cougar fans, it's Cougar Sports Saturday. Here are your hosts, Mitch Harper and Matt Maimonte. On your legacy home of BYU Sports, KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Welcome back into Cougar Sports Saturday. Hour number two is off and running here on this first Saturday of 2023 been a good show so far if you miss any part of the program subscribe to cougar sports saturday on podcast all major podcasting platforms and of course on kslsports.com let's welcome in our second guest of the program we had tyler batty in hour number one hour number two we're joined now by a new member of the byu football program he's getting ready for his first day of school coming up on monday as the byu cougar it's Ryder burton from springville high school Quarterback Ryder, welcome on into KSL News Radio. Thank you, sir. Thank you for having me. Excited to have you on, Ryder. So, are you going to have the the first day of school photo, the chalkboard, first day at BYU? It's it's a big day. Congrats, man. I appreciate it. You know, I think my mom would be pretty upset <laughs> if I don't. So, I think I'm going to be doing it anyway. But yeah, man, I'm excited to be here. So, walk us through here. So, you know, the quarterback position at BYU means so much. Uh, to a lot of fans listening, and uh, from what I gather, you were a guy that uh, grew up loving BYU football as well. Is that right? Yes, sir. You know, from the time I can remember, my pops would be uh, watching the games. And from um, just growing up in a football family, like B- like football was always on, but BYU, um, Georgia was always up there with it. But BYU was definitely my favorite as a kid for sure. BYU quarterback Ryder Burton joins the show right now. Uh, what influence did the success of Zach Wilson and Jaron Hall have on your desire to go to BYU? You know, it it had a ton. But, like, the more you um, understand the offense as you get recruited, it truly just speaks to Coach Roderick and how good of a coordinator he really is. You know, I feel like he is a significantly um, underappreciated piece of the BYU program. And, Dude, like people really don't understand how good of a um how good our offensive line is. Like they're they're truly incredible. Like you don't see BYU quarterbacks get hit that often and even when they do it's it's usually a miscommunication. There's never really a time where we're just flat out getting owned. 
and, you know, it truly speaks to Coach Funk and the job that he's doing with the O-line and Coach Roderick and the way he moves his quarterback. So um, it truly helps Zach and Jaron just play better ball because there's no question if the quarterback can stay clean, he's going to play better football for you. Like Jaron and Zach, you also have got some training with John Beck, a former BYU great down at 3D QB. How did you get connected with John Beck, and what has that experience been like for you and your development as a quarterback? Uh, we met John through uh, Chad Lewis. So Chad helped us um, find his number, and then we reached out and got to work with him. But John, John's the rock, dude. Like He just he uh, sets all your base mechanics. You start to get really comfortable in your throwing motion, and you just gain more confidence in certain, um, certain mechanics that he continues to develop, and he just really makes training like in-game situations, and that definitely translates to the field where a lot of other people aren't as, as good as that. For BYU fans who, who didn't get a chance to watch you in high school or, or maybe don't know a whole lot about you, Ryder, uh, what kind of offense did you play in in high school, and, and how do you think that will translate, if at all, to what you're going to do at BYU? See, here's the thing. Our offense in high school was not near as um, pass-heavy as it will be here, obviously. You know, we ran an IBAX, uh pro-style system from, like, the mid-'80s to early-'90s. But there is one thing that I think will – there's a couple things that I think will translate. But the main one is Springville throws a lot of similar routes to BYU. Like, there's a lot of field-outs, take-posts, you know, overs. And those are things that I'm – I really got accustomed to throwing, so I think that'll translate. But from a from just the complexity of the offense, you know, BYU's a lot more complex in the system, but that's okay. It's it's not something I'm scared of. I've learned it. I've taken it in stride, and um, I've just continued to grow and develop and compete every day. BYU signee Ryder Burton is our guest. He's getting ready for day one of uh, winter semester coming up on Monday and then eventually spring football coming up in March as well. And you noted something earlier, Ryder, in this in this conversation today about Georgia. If I'm not mistaken, you grew up in Atlanta. Tell, maybe walk us through how you know your path to uh, living in Georgia and then to, to Springville and now to BYU. Yeah, so my family's bounced around quite a bit across the nation due to my father's job. And so we found ourselves in a suburb of Atlanta. And, um, you know, I, I think – I think like that significantly helped me from a from a culture perspective and as a leader because there's no secret that um, Georgia is a very different cultural atmosphere than Provo, right? And it helped me a ton just kind of see where other people come from, see their values and morals. And I'm extremely thankful that I got to live there for six to seven years until my freshman year of high school. When you got that opportunity to go to BYU, that offer last summer, uh, what other schools, you know, maybe got into the mix for you? Because I know that there was there was other opportunities for you. Uh, maybe just lay out some of those. And but was BYU just always the the school for you when they came calling? Uh, yeah. So it was funny because you know I was pretty under recruited throughout my process. Um, and then Coach Roderick, like I've always, I've always said, I need, I need one guy and one staff to believe in me. And BYU presented that opportunity, but um, 
the second BYU offered me, it was, it was like all of a sudden I was getting calls left and right, you know, whether it was from the higher end of the Pac-12 schools, um, a big couple Big 12 schools were also in the mix. Um, and it was just, it was funny to see because, you know, I felt all along that I could play at the Power 5 level. And it took other coaches seeing that someone would take a chance on me for them to um, come present the same opportunity. So I was for sure kicking to BYU no matter what, just due to the the uh, the quarterback play, you know, the development of quarterback at the school and just the amazing culture that Kalani brings and presents every week. Ryder, you already touched on leadership, but what are some other qualities that you think make you a good quarterback? And then maybe along those lines too, are there any college or NFL quarterbacks that, that you try to emulate or take stuff from their game and put it in yours? Oh, for sure. Like my – my two dudes I spent a ton of time watching is obviously uh, Joe Burrow. You know, his senior year of high school, just a guy that isn't the greatest athlete but and doesn't have a ridiculously strong arm but just gets the ball out on time, plays within his um, strengths, understands his weaknesses. And he isn't, like, I don't know if most people would definitely call him mobile, but just his elusiveness is extremely impressive for someone that, wasn't um, quite the athlete that you oftentimes see in, in the SEC, right? And the other guy is Bryce Young. And it's like Bryce has just the smooth, the calm, collected, you know, same kind of emotion 24-7. And as a quarterback, I feel like that's really important because you're oftentimes someone that people look to, you know, and if you can keep the comedy, you can present a lot of opportunities to your team that um, if you're – constantly too high or constantly too low it can create some uncertainties so you know what just watching Bryce his pocket presence his ability to get the ball out quick and um and then just you know being being that guy like straight up both those dudes just played at an extremely high level they both were great leaders and created millions of opportunities for dudes on their teams to continue to play better and that's that's something that I want to emulate Ryder, I thought it was noteworthy on signing day uh, back in December when you know I asked Coach Roderick ab- about you and in your recruitment, and and he Coach Roderick noted that you've already learned the playbook, and I was like, this yes, is sir. this is signing day, so maybe just take us through that how the commitment you've the work you put in to be in a spot where you know this playbook and you're you're heading into winter semester already knowing that thing. Yeah, well, um, when. <laughs> My dad and mom always say, if you're going to give something, everything, give it all you got, right? So, I mean, there's there's the Kobe story that says put all your eggs in one basket and then go and get more eggs. That's kind of how I wanted to live my football experience. So the second my season ended, I was here every day, two to three hours a night, just in the film room making sure that I understood everything because I think it, it'll definitely help me, right? Like there's no, there's no question that having – three months of studying under my belt and then plus the two months that I'll get here before spring ball will correlate to spring ball, you know? So just, just watching the film and seeing the way different defenses like to attack Coach Roderick's offense as well and how different coordinators like to um, blitz, how they like to play certain coverages. And then you just start to really understand, like, what Coach Roderick is doing to beat those coverages and things, right? Um, 
he's an incredibly high level offensive coordinator. You know, his his knowledge of the game is actually truly remarkable. And like I feel like I have a pretty good knowledge of the game. And even sometimes Coach Roderick will say something and it's like, Holy cow, dude. Whoa. Like just the things that these guys think about, you know, between him, Coach Funk, Bessie, who's also an extremely intelligent receivers coach that um, continues to push for our guys to be better every day. You know, it just speaks really loud to the coaching staff on how well they can prepare us, how well they continue to um, get us ready. I'm I'm curious, Ryder, uh, now that you're getting ready to start school and get implemented with the football program, like, do you have a number? What, what are the next couple of weeks going to be like? Maybe getting issued an iPad, picking a number? Have those things happened yet? Yeah, no. So, you know how the NCAA is. They have a few weird, just kind of wonky rules that are put in place. I'm not right. exactly sure the reasons, but, you know, we have to we have to follow those. So, the first one is I don't really get anything football issued until January 16th, right? So, it's like, it's kind of funny because the first week meetings and everything, you know how everyone kind of, like, changes in the locker room into what we have to wear and it comes up? I'm changing in my car because I can't have a locker until January 16th. And it's like, I can't get an iPad, so they put the app on my phone and I'm going into the receiver room every morning to watch film because I can't have the iPad. Jeez. And it's just like it's a it's it's funny, man, how the NCAA works. But you know, those rules are there. We have to follow them. We do, and we make the most of what we can in the moment. Last thing for you, Ryder. We appreciate all your time. And how uh, how how much are you looking forward to being in in a QB room with Keenan Slovis and and all the guys that are already in that building already the past few years? Uh, just maybe the the opportunity to kind of be teammates with all those guys and and kind of grow together. Dude, I'm pumped, you know, everyone, like, everyone, especially, like, from just high school and stuff, you know how high schoolers are, they're like, you worried about Keaton, dude, Keaton's a great guy, I've worked out with him a ton at John, I think we had two sessions, like, me, him, Jaden Daniels, and Jaron, and uh, he's explaining it, dude, I'm excited, you know, he competes his tail off, he's played at two schools, his knowledge of the game is going to be is going to be extremely important, and I feel like I can really learn from the guy. Obviously, we're going to compete. I'm not, I'm not just going to sit back there and take a, a second or third string role. I'm going to work my tail off and obviously try for the start. But um, Keaton's a guy that can that I can really look to. He could be a great resource, and um, him coming in is just it creates an opportunity for me to really learn from someone that's played 25, 30 plus college games. You know, so. I'm I'm excited he's coming in. I'm excited to compete against him. I'm also excited to learn from him and um, to make him and me the best quarterbacks that we can be. Well, Ryder, uh, appreciate you spending some time with us today, and, and best of luck in your BYU career. I imagine we'll be crossing paths with you down the road and, and enjoy day one and, and looking forward to your time here at BYU. Appreciate it, sir. Thank you for having me on. That's Ryder Burr and Springville High quarterback, now BYU signee, getting ready for his first semester at BYU. School starts coming up on Monday, and he'll be part of spring football in March. we got to take a break, though. On the other side, we'll, we'll talk some more BYU football here on Cougar Sports Saturday, powered by KSL Sports. Welcome back in Cougar Sports Saturday. Just had a Ryder Burton 
newest BYU quarterback. Technically, I don't think he is the newest BYU quarterback, though. Yeah. Isn't Keaton Slovis yeah, the Slovis. newest? Yeah. yeah. Second newest BYU quarterback. Youngest yeah. BYU quarterback. Ryder Burton joined us. Good stuff from Ryder Burton. If you missed that, we'll throw it up on our podcast feed, Cougar Sports Saturday, wherever you get podcasts. And if you don't have a place to get a podcast, download the KSL Sports app. We'll have that uh, uploaded on that app, and you can listen to us each and every week right from the app. So good stuff from Ryder Burton. Quarterback room is going to be a fascinating thing because you've got Keaton Slovis, who you don't come to BYU unless you're wink, wink, given the starting job. He's going to be given every opportunity to earn the starting quarterback job at BYU. Behind him, you got Cade Finnegan, who... I thought there was a lot of promise there, but injuries just came at the worst times for this guy. Spring football, couldn't get a leg up, and then he would have played in the New Mexico Bowl, but he wasn't ready. Yeah. And we, we saw that. It was clear as day. He was not ready. and they Heavily went, taped up ankles. He, heavily taped up. Was in a boot two weeks before the game. So it just that seemed like a stretch. And then after that, you got Nick Billups, you got Sol J, and then Ryder Burton. It's going to be interesting to see how it all shakes out. And I think you probably add probably one more guy, you know, probably a JUCO quarterback, or you get another transfer because uh, if you can improve that that room, you're going to do that. But you know, Ryder Burton's interesting because you know if you have an injury to say a Slovis or Fitigan gets banged up again, whatever it may be, you're turning Ryder Burton. You know, so like he his, that mindset that he showed in this interview. Uh, no, he's preparing like he's going to be ready like to get some playing time. And I think that's a nice thing that if they need to, they could turn to him because he's put in a lot of work to learn that playbook. we got to take a break. Top five coming up on the other side. It's been a little minute since we had a top five. We'll, we'll get to that coming up next. Cougar Sports Saturday powered by KSL Sports. This is Cougar Sports Saturday. Cougar Sports Saturday. A presentation of KSL Sports. Got it for three. By Cougar fans or Cougar fans. It's Cougar Sports Saturday. Here are your hosts, Mitch Harper and Matt Maiamonte. On your legacy home of BYU Sports. KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Welcome back in Cougar Sports Saturday. It's kind of weird on this. Uh, we were just talking in the break, Matt. Seeing NFL football. Uh, Steve Young yeah. breaking it down on a Saturday, like <laughs> week eighteen. It, it's I keep forgetting that NFL has seventeen games in a season. I keep I'm just it's horrible. I'm installed to think sixteen games. This should New be wild card weekend, right? It's it's weird that we have a regular season. Like Taysom tomorrow is going to be playing in some meaningless football game, <laughs> which. Anytime we can watch Taysom, I'm I'm on board, and hopefully no, not this year. I, I get that guy out of town. I'm not on board. Dennis Allen's a joke. Dennis Allen is a joke. You would know. You're a Raiders fan. Yes, he's terrible. But uh, just seeing Taysom still thrive, even though he gets limited snaps. in his seven plays a game, I still believe is that he guy making can more than a million a dollars a play. Probably, Taysom's the man. Taysom's yes, awesome. we love Taysom. Taysom, Jamal. All those guys tearing it up. Tyler Algier having a great year in the NFL. But, yeah, kind of strange to see uh, NFL action as the regular season comes to a close in the National Football League. But it's, you know, the NFL is coming to a close, but we're starting anew. 2023, it's a new year for this great game. The 
Cougar Sports Saturday Top 5. Mitch and Matt Clash in a weekly battle of BYU sports knowledge. The Cougar Sports Saturday Top 5. The Top 5 is currently sponsorless. So if you want to jump on board and sponsor a beloved segment of the show, shoot us a DM. Yeah. We'd, we'd be happy to chat. Send us an email. New year, new us. <laughs> uh, we have a new host of the Top 5 as well. He is a new father who named his kid Taysom, so there's that little connection. And uh, word has it, you got a good night's sleep last night? I got a great night's sleep last night. Eight hours for the first time in over two months, so I'm feeling wow. pretty good this morning. Wow. No wonder you were so happy today. You're Full of like, smiles, Very Mitch. fresh, very vibrant. <laughs> Nate's on point today. Oh, it's a great day. Got great a fresh day. BYU basketball hoodie on, looking great. Yeah, I got a great new hoodie. Um, do we have a great new top five? We do, we do. It's the first one of 2023, and obviously... Uh, this is the time of year for New Year's resolutions. However, 80% of resolutions fail by the February 1st, <laughs> and 48% of resolutions involve weight loss in one way or another. What does this have to do with today's list? That's what we're wondering. We will be going over the top five concessions items sold at BOE football games in 2022. Oh, oh yeah. Because the list wow. is limited, there's only eight or nine options. You do have to get those in order from one to five. I Woo! love this. Okay, let's go. I love this. <laughs> Mitch is up 2-0 so far in Thank this uh, new era. Me. Did not need that. <laughs> and he's also starting out today. Yeah, let's go. All right. This is easy. Cougar tail, baby. What number? Uh, what number? Oh. Number two. Mm, Come on. not number two. Cougar tail's number one, baby. Cougar tail is number one, isn't it? I don't think it's it's very popular on social media. It would make you believe it's number one, but how about this? Cougar tail number four. My enthusiasm for this this game now is is taking a (laughs) a steep turn. Well, three is my favorite number, so I just got to get out of the way. Cougar tail number three. Okay, yeah. yeah. Cougar tail number three. So Cougar tail number three is actually five. I've I've got the number of sales as well. Um, 64,000 Cougar tails approximately sold this season. Barely a stadium's worth. Barely a stadium's worth. And it's just behind number two. So number two is just ahead of that. But I thought it would have been more than 64,000. I will say the chocolate Cougar tail, that was good. No, it was a bust. The maple maple one. Yeah, yeah, come on. Give me the the chocolate for life. No, no. No, I bit into that chocolate cougar tail and said, I want my money back. <laughs> so all the hype all that the- KSL Sports was providing for that chocolate cougar tail was a bust? It was to me. Okay. I'm all about that maple bar, baby. It is good, the maple bar. I mean, that's cougar football. I mean, that's getting that cougar tail. That's just that's that's like Americana for BYU. <laughs> that cougar tail. Take all right, on. send it back to me. I need, a, right. I, need a, I need a big controlling lead here. Jeez. Oh, we... Uh, was it Mitch? Mitch started Mitch is up now. Oh, Mitch it's did Matt. start. It is Matt. It's yeah, it me. is Matt. Yeah, that's the way it works. There's opportunities here in the top five, and I'm going to seize that opportunity. Number one is that refillable soda drink. It is not. That's shocking. Number one, popcorn. <laughs> We're getting there. Oh my gosh. We need to be honest with the listeners here. We sit in the press box for these games. 
We eat Takanos. <laughs> so we, we That's my we, number one. We don't we don't we don't gather at the concession stands very often. Number two, soda drink. There we go. Number two is the souvenir soda with sixty five thousand five hundred. So just a little over the the cougar tail, but that is good for number two. Why did I go for that? <laughs> Why did I? Uh, That's a no bitch. brainer. And I also believe it is the best bargain at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. You refill that thing two or three times. It is a must on Stadium of Fire, which is the next time besides <laughs> the spring game that we'll all be in Lavelle Edwards Stadium. Get that refillable drink. That. BY, it'll be interesting to see what the prices turn into in the Big 12. I hope that they're still somewhat affordable. BYU's always been a bargain for fans, and I think BYU will keep it within reason. They're not going to make it so, but it's just, it's, it's society in general, inflation, it all, it's, it's expensive. Have you bought eggs at Costco lately? Speaking of inflation, my goodness. Yes, uh, eggs. I it's like I I don't need eggs. I'm, I'm okay. <laughs> like, I, as, as a degenerate who sometimes goes to Chick Fil A and yeah. Anyway, uh, let's go. Uh, let's see. It's it's your turn. I'm up two zero. And again, tell our listeners the list again. Yeah. So the list today is the top five concessions items sold at BYU football games last year. Yeah. Let's go with number four popcorn. Popcorn just misses the list. Okay. So there's a there's a little tip. Okay. Uh, number five, I'm going on a limb here. It's the nachos in a football. Mm. Oh. <laughs> my my family, my parents got that. They said that's quite the experience. It's like thirty bucks, but it was pretty good. Uh how about we go with we got we still gotta get number one, right? So number, number one. two I think I have number one. Number two was the drinks. Souvenir drinks. And then number three was Cougar Tails. Okay. Let's go with number one uh, chips. I think I have number one because I, I remember walking by this and being like, "How long has this been here, and why is the line so long?" Number one, J Dogs. Uh, no vendors know. on this. Okay. No yeah. vendors. No no cup bop. No Costa Vida. Okay, <laughs> all right, all right. J Dogs would probably be number one. That line probably. is off the hook. Yeah, that's on what the east side. Yes. Okay. Uh, number. Let's go with number one. Huh. Hot dog? Not hot dog. I think you guys are overthinking this, so simplify it a little bit. Okay. Number okay. one, because America's addicted to this, candy. Oh. Do Can- I to- candy does not crack the top eight. That's shocking. Matt was candy connoisseur during basketball. <laughs> when we got the, the, we got the candy. I was like, oh, I need to do that one. Matt's doing that one's pretty good. Anyway, uh, how about number one, water? Yeah, number oh, one is gosh. water. The Dasani, 000. baby. Dasani's. 85,000 water bottles sold at uh, games this past season. I'm back in it. Let's go. He is back in it. So four and five remain. Four and five remain, and Matt's, uh, up. Matt's up. Yep. One of the tried and true methods of the top five is take someone's missed answer <laughs> and put it somewhere else. Number four, hot dog. It works for me, baby. Let's go. <laughs> Number four is hot dog. 35,000 hot dogs sold this past season. Not as many as I thought there would be, uh, but 35,000 hot dogs. Mm. Disgusting, by the way. Hey, put some respect on the concession stand hot dog. While you were getting the candy, I was always that getting that dog. That is appalling. It's not that, that it's bad. Number four. Hey, it's look, appalling. Look, as someone... Who is a resident gas station food connoisseur? I can appreciate a good game day hot dog. Come on. 
Uh, we'll, we'll, I'll, I'll share the rest of the list Gross. unless you guys wanted to take a guess at yeah. it. Uh, it number so number seven was hot chocolate with twelve thousand five hundred. Oh, crossed yeah. my mind, but there weren't enough cold games this year. Not yeah. enough cold games. Number six was popcorn with seventeen thousand, and uh, number five pretzels. So the hard pretzel seventeen thousand five hundred. That's a good list. That's a. I wonder where the uh, cup of nacho cheese ranks because you can't get that pretzel without that cheese. <laughs> Got to get it separate. That so, is yeah. true. I, I I think that I wonder you know when you read off those numbers, I got to imagine the vendors have cut into a lot of those just like mainstays yeah. because I remember back in the day as a kid, this was the go to for the Harper family. Okay, I'm curious to hear yours. Harper family in like the '90s going to Cougar Stadium to watch BYU football. It was like that hoagie sandwich that was wrapped. I loved that hoagie sandwich. <laughs> and then a, the hoagie yogi. And then a Sprite. That was it. That was it. Just the hoagie and a Sprite because we didn't get caffeine back in the Kids today will never know the struggle. We didn't have caffeine back then. <laughs> it was Sprite, baby. That was living on the edge. You were. It was Cougar football. With that, that blue straw, too. Oh, that hits. That's just like magic. That's like, it just comes. It just, I'm, it's amazing. I'm Go embarrassed ahead. to admit this, and we'll get to yours. I grew up in a house. Where my dad did not believe in paying a penny at the concession stand. I respect that. But go on. And so we would always sneak in Red Vines. Not Twizzlers, Red Vines. So that was, growing up, it was, you got the Red Vines tucked (laughs) in your drawstring. And then when you get there, you bust it out. You are a true Utah Red Vine. What about you, Nate? What did you have at, at Cougar Stadium growing up as a kid? Cougar Dogs. So now they're hot dogs. But back in the day, Cougar Dogs. Um, I had the brat tail once. Uh, not sure if you guys have ever had that. Never so had. basically, cougar tail upside down. You got a brat in between it. Oh, it's it's really good, really sweet. Is really that still sticky, a thing? Nasty. Um, yeah, it is. See, I have a hard a policy. It's really messy. If a hot dog is taken out of hot water and put into a bun, I'm out. I'm 100 <laughs> percent out. So that's why I've never had it. And it's it melts elitist. up the maple, and yeah, it's extremely messy. Um, my I. Uh, I struggled bringing, getting drinks though. It seems like a lot of money, so I, uh, I was known to uh, on occasion a a smuggle in a, a two liter Mountain Dew. Oh my! God. So I've got some pictures in the archives, and that was oh my, my goodness. Very proud need, of that. We need this tweeted out. I gotta see this thing. I've heard also. I just got a text. Someone just said uh, Matt probably just thinks uh, he only eats at, at concession stands when it's Valters. That's what someone said. Hey, if they want to open up a vendor, take my money. I'll tell you what, though. No offense to these originals, but when they brought in the vendors, that changed the game. Because when you have yeah, J-Dogs and there's there's a cheesecake place that was there last year that's phenomenal, Momo's. There was a, there was a sushi joint in 2021 that was great that I loved. I The vendors, to me, changed it all. It did. It, it's That's a fun list. Uh, Nate, well done. You can follow Nate Be- on social media. Before we get to break, though. Oh, what do we got? Quickly. You go. Are you still on your New Year's resolution? Did you even make one? Are you just trying to survive? You know, I didn't even make one. Okay. I'm, a, I'm a skinny dude, so I feel like I kind of get a pass on, on resolution. I made one, but it's being postponed to <laughs> uh, January 28th, and I say that because that's when my Disneyland trip will end. Fair enough. Fair enough. You cannot be on any restrictions when you go to Disneyland. No. So I, I I've got a so there's a tease there for you. You will not like hear that. me coming up soon. Uh, I'm still I'm still working on mine. So I, I wasn't going to succumb to the deadline of January one. I yeah. want to have good resolutions when I'm ready. Yeah, and me too. That's that's my thought too. And and uh, any sort of resolutions I might have had is now gone because now I'm salivating over some cougar dog and a bratwurst <laughs> and a and a popcorn. Anyway, 
The good stuff, Nate. Uh, we got to take a break. On the other side, we'll get you ready for hour number three. Spencer Johnson coming up in hour three as BYU Hoops takes on San Diego tonight. It's Cougar Sports Saturday, powered by KSL Sports. Welcome back in. We are having a riveting debate. I want people to text in immediately. 57500. Are hot dogs boiled in water delicious or disgusting? You can vote on our Instagram as well, CSSBYU. I put it up there as well. They're great. Boiling hot water, now it's not the best way. The grill is the best. The grill is the only way. And, and it's a boiling hot water is just fine for a hot dog. It's no, fantastic. No, when I go to Costco and my in-laws, my wife, they all—they're all like you guys. They love those hot dogs. Yeah. And it, is it the best deal in America? It might be. You get the drink, you get the dog. It's phenomenal. Sam's Club is cheaper now, though. They lowered it. The price. I think it's a dollar forty. Well, I think. And most people, anyway. you got to pick and choose. I'm, I'm not down to have two memberships to warehouse. Dipping stores. into both. You are. Yeah. Costco and Sam's. So what's your what's your preferred joint? For the dog, Costco. For a shopping experience, Sam's. <laughs> wow. That's anyway, the, anyway. Every time my wife or sister in law orders one, you're waiting at the counter, you got the receipt, and then you just see this tin lid. Tin lid lifted up, prongs in, water is dripping off the dog as it gets put in the bun. I'm out. Matt. That's gross. Are you trying to earn the worst take of twenty twenty three already? <laughs> Are you kidding me? It's not the worst take in 2023. And I think the, that the, the people are going are, to say you're wrong. No, they're not. 57500. Do you like a dog that comes out of water and put on the bun? I think you're anti-hot dog. I kind of am, actually. I think you're anti-hot dog. I, I kind of Okay. <laughs> when I was a kid, I had to read a book called The Jungle. Did you have to read this book? Did you uh, Nate? I don't recall. Okay. It's 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 a story about this immigrant family that comes to Chicago and gets a job in the meat packing industry. The only books I read were Polar Polar Bear I see, Polar Bear White you Bear. You even read I the see. Polar Express? Hey, I believe I got the whistle. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. And the point books. of this book is it's behind the scenes look at a meat packing plant in the early 1900s and it is disgusting. You don't even know what it's in a hot dog. And if you did, you probably wouldn't eat it. That's fair. But guess what? I was not scarred as a child reading this book. I would rather go down with sugared candy than hot dogs. You know what? I'd rather eat a... I'll, I'll take a gas station hot dog right now. Let's go. I want you to get one on your way home and post it. Okay, I am going to do that, and I'm going to take you with me. We're going to have a hot dog. <laughs> I'm not eating a hot dog <laughs> from a gas station. Have that thing spinning on that rack, man. Let's go. Oh Give me my. any hot dog, and I'm down. I like anything on a bun. Let's go. So let me ask you this, because... The reason we're talking about this is we just had a top five list. Which I loved, by the it way. It was a great list from uh, our producer, Nate, who got some hard evidence and factual data based on top concessions at Lavelle Edwards Stadium in 2022. It was fascinating. No vendor data. You walk into Lavelle. I hand you a $10 bill. How are you spending it? Are you getting a concession stand dog or are you going to J-Dogs? I'm probably going to the concession stand dog because then I can also get a drink because it's more affordable with that only 10 bucks. As someone who used that $10 for hoops, I know how that works. If I wanted the J-Dogs, I've spent nine of my $10. I have nothing left. This is like creating your own basketball team with the $10 to spend. I kind of missed that, by the way, from 2021. Uh, this is an obscure reference here, but typically the media... We're very privileged. Yes. BYU takes very good care of the media. They're great. They'll provide food. In 2020, for the few games that we were allowed in, and for 2021, no food. 
They gave you a voucher to the concession stand, and getting that $10 to get you two things was a bit challenging. Yes. I was typically Diet Coke and candy. You were what? <laughs> drinking dog? Yeah, drinking dog. Like water So it can and a, be and done. Dog. Yeah. Except for, I don't think it can be now. Have you seen the prices of drinks at the Marriott Center? Yeah, it's went up. It's like 7 bucks. You can't... You can't get anything for ten bucks. Yeah, I tried to get the souvenir cup, and I thought oh, it'll be like four, five dollars. It's, it's it's kind of expensive, but it, it's just how things go, and I get it, you know. But uh, but yeah, it's it's if I'm going with the the choice, I'm going with one the, the dog. one text already in favor of me. What, you think that I have the worst take? I don't. Texture eleven thirty eight water dogs, no, and never again. <laughs> Only cooked in the Traeger. I could get on board with that. Okay, if I've got a Traeger on board, of course, but I there's nothing wrong with a boiled hot dog. Come yes, on. It's, it's so gross. You like, a soggy, you like a soggy bun? The best hot dog is Costco's hot dog. No. And it's boiled. It's, it's the cheapest. It's not the best. We're going to argue about this for all of 2023. We're going to take ask a break. Spencer Johnson. Yeah, let's ask. <laughs> yeah, we're not going to waste our precious time with Spencer Johnson. Spencer Johnson, basketball guard, joins us next. It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts.